Well, welcome to this episode. This is the first 2023 episode of Conversations with John and Lisa. So happy blessed new year to everyone. Yes, it is true. It is true. So we're super excited about diving into what we see as some incredible elements for you to focus and have a year that is productive and constructive. But first, I want you to actually know that Conversations is part of a larger family of podcasts underneath the Messenger Network. We have, let's talk about it with sons and daughters. We have The Godmother, and then we have the newest podcast. It is called At Home with the Beveers, and we get to do that with our family. Hallelujah. But today we're going to dive into the series on focus. But before that, we're going to check out something from T. Caldwell, because T. Caldwell understands that if you rate, review, or subscribe, you just might get featured on the podcast. So this is what we are hearing from T. Caldwell. Listening to JNL, JNL inspires me to grow in my walk with the Lord. Hey, th- if if that's all, that's all we want. That is so exciting. And, so that, and let me say this. Short and sweet. This is going to encourage everybody else. You don't have to write a paragraph in order yeah. to get read on the show. That's it. T. Caldwell said a lot in that one sentence. Yep. So just put your heart down so that it can help draw people to the podcast so they can get the help Love that it. you've been getting. Now, the new year has started. And again, yep. A very blessed new year to everybody. And if you're like most Americans or people of other nations, uh, everybody does this. You've set New Year's rev- resolutions. We don't. We're we don't do that. Days in <laughs> to the new year, and already, as statistically, most of the people have slipped from their New Year's resolutions by now. And you're getting a little discouraged now, or you're just saying, "Oh, what's the use? I didn't even do something." We want to talk to you about focus because I think the best example of focus is, of course, the high priest, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And the Bible says in Hebrews 12, verse 2, keep your eyes on Jesus, who both began, now listen to this, New Year's resolution began and finished. Oh, that's December 30th. 31st or 30th? I don't know. One of the two. 31st. 31st. This race we're in. So in other words, he kept it up because he was focused. Yeah. Study. Now listen to what the Bible says. Study how he did it. So study how he did it because he never lost sight of where he was headed. Yeah. Now one version says his face set like flint to go to Jerusalem. He was determined to obey God no matter what came in his way, no matter what tried to discourage him, no matter what tried to get him distracted. He stayed focused. He never lost sight of where he was headed, that exhilarating finish in and with God. He could put up with anything along the way, cross, shame, whatever. And now he's there. Now this is the key point, the place of honor, right alongside of God. Now, it's interesting that the Bible talks constantly about if you humble yourself, God will exalt you. He will lift you up. Jesus is an example how he obeyed all the way to finish because he stayed focused in Philippians 2. Now he's at that highest place of honor. God has exalted him and given him a name above every single name. So there is rewards promised to us for imitating Jesus. That's why we're told to study it, because when we stay focused, focused on what God puts in our heart as we read this Bible, 
we will be eternally rewarded for it. And so it's a great motivating thing. It's a lot more motivating than just, I want to lose so many pounds this year from working out at the gym. Oh, I didn't make it enough times. I'm giving up. So Lisa, I'm going to turn this over to you in just a second because no, I know you've got a lot no to share, but I will never forget when I went down to speak at a church in Jerusalem, a church network, they had over 300,000 people in their church network. In Jerusalem? You just said in Jerusalem. Oh, I'm sorry. I down in Brazil. Uh, Brazil. I was down okay. in Guayana, Brazil. And I remember being at lunch with the top pastors, and I said, when did this whole network begin? And they said it began 16 years ago with one man. And one I just focused man, one very focused yeah. man. I said, how do you build a church network of all these churches you have in all these different cities in Brazil with over 300 people, uh, 300,000 people? How do you do it in 16 years? And the, and the guy without any hesitation said, we teach our people on eternal rewards and judgment. Mm. And he said, our people are eternally focused. You Americans, a lot of times, are 70, 80 years. Now, stop and think about it. If I'm not going to the gym, I didn't make my three times this week, like I, my New Year's resolution, I'm giving up. It's just no use. When you have an eternal perspective, you'll now endure things and make decisions differently. And I think that's a real important point to blasting into 23, is that we do things with an eternal focus. Absolutely. And you know what, John, we actually have a course on the app called Focus 5 that we just want to help you. We want to come alongside yep. you, give you the tools that you need. And, uh, you know, I just want to kind of talk to the moms out there. You know, we love moms, but I can remember my season where I was super busy, but not focused. And when I'm super busy, but not focused, I didn't get anything done. I still, I still can remember when I had the one baby, my life was going pretty easy. You know, like one child, you can navigate one child. But when I had my second son, I thought, I, I, I don't even know if I can even brush my teeth before noon again. And my house was in complete disarray. I would get one child up for, down for a nap. The other child would start crying. It was just crazy. And you would come home because we only had one car, you would come home and you would look at the chaos and you would say, what did you do all day? And I said, I don't know, but I was busy. And the truth is- So good, Lisa. I was allowing other people to interrupt my life on a regular basis. I remember we had a listed phone number as associate pastors. People were calling me all of the time. And because my interest is, interest is, sorry about that, because my interests were divided, I really wasn't giving the people the attention they need or my children the attention that we needed. And I constantly was being interrupted. And I thought I was being spiritual to allow other people to constantly invade my space. But the truth is, it created an atmosphere of chaos, where I was simply surviving motherhood, surviving being a wife, not thriving. If you are going to thrive, it is going to require focus and intent. And I want to say this to 
every single mama out there, every single dad out there, every single person that feels like life is happening to them instead of them moving with purpose through life, you have the right to edit your life. You know, John, you just finished a book. And when the editor comes into the book, they actually take away the things that will distract from the major points. And so when you have focus, you understand that you can edit some of those other things out of your life so that you're accomplishing more rather than less. So focus, when I tell you to actually focus on less, I'm not I'm not saying you're going to have a smaller life. I'm saying you're going to have a more effective life. You're going to have a life that is richer and focused. That's so true, Lisa. You know, the Bible says the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Yeah. And you say, I don't get it. What's the fear of the Lord? The fear of the Lord is you want to stay very close to God's heart. What's important to Him becomes important to you. So it helps you to organize your priorities. And if you just look at wisdom, wisdom yeah. is what do I do? What do I, I, I not only know what needs to be done, I not only have the knowledge to do it, but I need to know what to do now, what to do later, what to stay focused on to get it accomplished. That's why I firmly believe the Bible says the fear of the Lord's wisdom, because it keeps your priorities right, mm -hmm. and it keeps you from getting distracted you know what's important in the scheme of all of life. And so, Lisa, I would say that, you know, somebody's probably listening right now going, how do you get the fear of the Lord? Well, it's one of the manifestations of the Holy Spirit, and Jesus delighted in it. And Jesus said, if you ask your Father, He'll give the Holy Spirit to those who ask Him. Now, pretty much on a daily basis, I'm asking God to baptize me in the Holy Spirit wow. of the fear of the Lord. Wow. And so I think it's something very wise to do early in well, the morning. Well, it was something you... Jesus delighted in. And I don't think people yeah. even understand what's going on with that. Like what you delight in is what you make space for. It's what you make room for. It's what you give intention to. And I was just sitting here listening to you and I thought, no matter what we talk about, if we put a pressure on John, it always goes to that. And it's not, I'm not making fun of you on that. No, it, it is, that. It is how you are woven. Well, it is your focus. And I, I love that you are consistent with that. If you look at Psalm 25, verse 12, it says, who is he or she that fears the Lord? Him will God instruct, him or her, will God instruct in the way they should choose. Now... Okay, wait. So the way that I should choose would really help me with focus. Correct. Yes. So this is what a lot of people don't realize, that when the Apollo moon missions were launched, 97... You know, there are some people that say they did not. 97... Yeah, I know. 97% of the time the rocket was off course. Mm. So in other words, let me put this in perspective. Every 30 minutes, that rocket was only on course for the moon for, for one minute, less than one minute. So they had to keep. So it was a constant adjustment. So if you listen to what it says, who is he or she that fears the Lord? Him shall he instruct in the way that he should choose. We need constant course corrections. Mm -hmm to stay focused. If I start riding my bike or if I go out in my car and I just decide to drive and I don't have my GPS set and I don't know where I'm going, but I just think that's a nice road. I'll take that road. That's a nice road. I'll take that road. That's a nice road. I am going to 
end up so far away from where I wanted to go. Yeah, if you had a destination, unless right. you were just joyriding. So I have to stay yep. focused when yep. I'm driving because if you think about it, when you're driving the car, if I don't course correct, yeah. I'm going to go off the side. I'm going to go into somebody's yard. I'm going to not get on the right road. And this is what the Word of God does. It's a lamp to our feet and it's a light to our path. And I don't mean to sound like a broken record, but what's going to help you stay focused? Yeah. The Word of God. Yeah. Jesus said, your words were my delight. To do your will was my delight. So he is the one we're supposed to study and watch how he did it. Right. So it's it's a supernatural thing. I'm not going into the Bible saying, well, I, gosh, I've got this meeting today. I need to get a scripture for this meeting today. That's not what you do. You sit down and read the Bible and say, God, you know my day, and I just want to be sensitive to your word, your voice. So I'm going to get into your word, and that's going to open things up between my conscience well, and, and it, my mind. Yeah, and it also helps temper your your soul, you know, so that yeah. you, your response to th things. You know, uh, one of the scriptures I love about focus is actually in 2 Peter 3, 1, which I, I am going to read out of the message, but if you want to read it out of the NLT, it says, my dear friends, and this is Peter, this is now the second time. And you and I know that when there is more than one, yeah, when there's two times, there's a, a heightened sense of urgency. He said, I've written to you both letters, reminders to hold your minds in a state of undistracted attention. Wow. And undistracted wow. attention is focus. What does that the is, NLT say? Uh, the NLT, he, he says, I'm, I'm writing this to refresh your memory. Mm -hmm. I want, and then he says, I want you to remember. Yeah. And he then states what you just read. And it's so important. So, I love that. So when I read this, I, I hear, listen up, it's time to focus. Things are going to get really confusing. But the good news is we have the power of And are things choice. confusing right now? You better yes. believe it. Yeah. I mean, right it, now, and, if you just look at the news, yeah, if but, you read the headlines, it's confusing. Yeah, and it says, hold your mind. So it isn't like, oh, your pastor has to hold your mind or, you know, you have to hold your mind. Like, okay, I can go back to me in... Uh, in algebra two, like, isn't that when they did cosines and tangents? I think and so, yeah. yeah. Well, first of all, I love geometry and I loved algebra one. Algebra two, I was like, I'm not, I'm not the biggest fan of it. And I had to tell myself, you love this class. <laughs> you can do this class. This class is going to be good for you when you take calculus. I had to change my mindset about what I was going into learning. And it was crazy because instead of thinking, I can't get this, I can't get this. I started to think I can get this. And as I had the mindset that I could hold my mind in a state of undistracted focus during the Algebra 2 class, I was able to think constructively. And I think too many people That's really have their, their focus divided. They're, they're looking at this, looking at that, and they think other people are in charge of holding their mind, but we are in charge of holding our mind at a state of undistracted attention. I cannot tell you how many times I've had young people come up to me and say, in the course of a conversation, I just can't read. I just can't read. Like reading books just doesn't hold my attention. And then they'll say, hey, I watched the entire, you know, I binged watched an entire episode. Well, what's happening is when you binge watch, you're not focused. You're actually passive. Focus is actually uh, like it is, it takes intent. It, it takes engagement. 
I think also to focus, Lisa, it's very important that we constantly remind ourselves yep. what our priorities are. Yeah. So it's God first, always God first. Now I commend you to God and to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up and give you your inheritance among those that are sanctified. Sanctified. That's Acts 20, 32. That's the last words Paul spoke to the Ephesian elders before he said, you will not see me again until heaven. So God's number one. Your spouse is number two. Your children are number three. Your entire family's number four. Your calling is number five, and your church, your church and your calling are right in, in there at number five. It, dep- it depends how you're, yeah, yeah. you're structured. Yes. Right. And, and so I've got to be faithful to what I'm called to do. Lisa, you and I get asked to do a lot of things. You know, my filter is always running through. How does that line up with my calling? How does that line up with what God has instructed me to yeah. do? Because there are a lot of things I have to say no to. Otherwise, I can't be focused on what God has called me to do. So... I think it's very important that everybody gets before God and you find out what your calling is. Now, if you know, I remember when I was in my 20s, my focus was to serve other ministers. I, you and I were working on staffs of two different churches. What was our focus? Our focus was to be faithful to those leaders and yeah, the what they asked us to right. do. Right. And God said, when you do that, when you serve your leader as unto the Lord. In other words, you're treating your leader, what he asks you to do, as if Jesus himself is asking you to do it. It's so amazing. But in the New Testament, it says, God will reward you for this. Mm. Okay, Peter talks about it, and I believe Paul talks about it in Colossians, that when you actually have your focus, okay, I am called. He was actually talking about slaves, He said, slaves, when your master tells you to do something, I mean, this is the words from the New Testament. And I know slavery looks different no matter what generation you're in. We don't do slavery anymore. I I know, but Paul is actually talking to slaves and said, He's just saying even in the most extreme situations. Right. When your master tells you to do this, don't do it as an eye pleaser. Like when he's watching, I'm going to do it. And when he's not watching, I'm not going to do it. Paul says, you are to do this as unto the Lord. Now that's amazing under that circumstance that Paul would instruct people to do that. How much more when we're an employee of an organization and they're paying us, all right, to come home and take care of our families and everything else, should we stay focused? So that's one of our focuses. And let's keep it, let's keep our priorities right. I like that. It's God. It's spouse, it's children, and then we talk about calling in church. Yeah. And I do find that people will actually argue around the peripheral things that are not meant to be the big focus. So I think that we also need to focus on the majors. And I think sometimes we we get caught up in the minors. And you always say the weeds. but What's the old adage of when you got a jar and you got sand, little rocks and big rocks, what do you put in the jar first? Big rocks. Then you put the smaller rock or the the I've never heard rocks, this and then you before. put and then you put the sand in. Okay. And if you try to put the sand in first, and you try to put the big rocks in, it doesn't fit. But you, if you can take that same amount of stuff, put the big rocks in first, then the is smaller rocks Purdue in. Is this Purdue engineering? Is this Purdue engineering? This is something that's common to most people. Actually, <laughs> I'm surprised you've never heard this. I probably have not. Well, yeah, yes. it's it's actually okay. a cool experiment. Try it at home, guys. Okay. Just let me do this really do quick. Your big rocks first. Go get some pebbles, <laughs> get some big rocks, and get some sand, and put the big rocks in the in in the jar first. Then put the pebbles in. Then put the sand in. Then take everything out, reverse it, put the sand in first, then the little rocks, then the big rocks. You already told us that doesn't work. You'll find out it doesn't work. Yeah. So the big rocks are number one priority. 
Then the pebbles are number two priority. The sand's number three. If you get that right, you're going to stay focused. <laughs> That's amazing. You should see the way. If you're not watching on YouTube right now, you should see the way Lisa's no, looking no, at me. Hey, She's no, looking at me I, like I, you're I, being I, such an engineer right I, now. No, I I am in awe. I'm gonna I'm gonna try that with something. Maybe rice and well, beans or something. I guess we better close on that note, right? <laughs> yeah. So anyway, this um, <clears throat> podcast conversations we release it every second and fourth tuesday of the month like if you're looking for when it's coming out that's when it comes out also again remember to rate review and subscribe to the program because that helps get the message out to other people it's true and if you haven't done this and it's a good time to do it the beginning of the year download messenger x on either android or the app Uh, store on the iPhone, or if you have just a computer, messengerx.com works as well. We have tons of stuff on there for you. There is no charge for using it. We want to disciple you. That is what we are called to do to strengthen you in your walk with Jesus. So until next time, this has been Conversations with John and Lisa. It's true. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Conversations with John and Lisa Bevere. If you haven't already, make sure you subscribe and rate this podcast wherever you love to listen. Also, if you haven't already, go right ahead and download Messenger X to hear more content from John and Lisa Bevere and other great messengers. Again, thank you so much for joining us, and we'll see you next time on Conversations with John and Lisa.